we open with an older woman cutting vegetables in a somewhat primitive hut. A bell rings off in the distance, followed by a loud screech, shouting, and then a younger woman running into the room. A younger version of Gemma grabs her grandmother's shoulders and says, they've gotten over the wall, we need to follow the steps. They start to go into a hidden cellar, and we're pulled away. Into the same hut, but it's nicer. More decorations, there's flowers up on the wall, there's an extra chair at the table. We see Gemma and Moira excitedly packing for a journey, while Gran is writing a list of rules for Gemma to remember. Gemma and Moira give Gran deep hugs and step out with a brisk but nervous pace. We see a cold Gemma and a friendly Moira starting up with a team of Magitech scientists determined to make sense of the countless wonders they discover. They each get their own sets of purple and gold uniforms, each with a number and a code name, six and seven. Moira, of course, requested they share bunks. We see Gemma helping work on a specialized holster that can adapt to any weapon and return the weapon to the holster when it's dropped. We get a montage of Gemma experimenting in the, in the Tyler workshop with a few different purple and gold clad scientists helping out other projects, etc., etc. Decades of this. Then we see Gemma walking down a hallway filled with smoke when number two bursts into the room and frantically explains that Gemma's the only one who can help fix the Paragon's misfire. Gemma's pulled up the spiral stairs into a huge room with huge colorful energies and smoke swirling around. She runs over to a display, checking different hex codes. Number one and two are both in the room at different displays, but soon get sidetracked with each other arguing about the Paragon. Gemma sees a file they've never seen before. As they open it, their eyes go wide, and a single tear falls before they glance around, drop their holster, and run from the room. Back downstairs, Gemma affixes the holster's attachment disc to a hexical grenade. Gemma runs and calls for Moira. Finally, they collide in the hallway. Gemma pleads with Moira to leave. Please, we have to go. Moira doesn't recognize her anymore. Moira asks if, if she is confused or hurt, escorts her to the door, but then hears explosions and screams from further inside the mountain. Moira tells Gemma to get to safety and takes off back into the fire to help. Heartbroken, Gemma turns back to take apart their grenade when number nine runs past, brushing Gemma's shoulder, knocking the grenade out of her hand, and it vanishes. The entire mountain pulsates with an explosion of multicolored energy, and Gemma is hurled down the mountainside. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Queering People Saving Throws, your favorite queer D&D podcast run by us five over here. Here to reintroduce themselves, we'll go around the circle. Hi, my name is August. My pronouns are they, them, and I play Avery, whose pronouns are he, him. And my fun fact of the day, full credit to Sam for this prompt, uh, is that Avery's first job was actually dog walking his neighbor's puppy when he was eight. Fantastic. So, you know. I love that. <laughs> they had a real bond. They had a real strong bond. Him and that little German shepherd puppy. Aww. Sure they did. <laughs> Howling at the moon together. Hi, I'm Sam. My pronouns are she, they, and I play Mo, whose pronouns are they, them. And my fun fact about Mo is that their first job was a paper route that they did with their younger sister and they used to um like time each other and try to beat each other's times that's so cute <laughs> <laughs> a little competition 
I'm KJ, and my pronouns are they, she, and I play Courtney, whose pronouns are she, her, and my fun fact about Courtney is that Courtney's a morning person. She gets up at 5.30 every morning and takes Cheerio out and either goes for a run or does a dance practice before her roommate or her sister gets up. Wow. I love it. Nice. Uh, I'm Elena. My pronouns are she, they, and I play Gemma, pronouns she, her. Uh, And my fun fact today about Gemma is that she doesn't actually know how old she is, but it's somewhere around 350. My God. (laughs) I'm Noah. I play everybody else. (laughs) My fun fact is number three, Jay Sang. He was one of the Tyler researchers who really just gives like ultimate dad vibes. Definitely just a real homie, always there to talk and got really wrapped up in NFTs before uh, coming to the facility and that's where he made his big start his hex <laughs> nfts oh boy <laughs> but here to catch you up and uh no i wanted to be like who's what you missed um but i can't do that that's not what this show is here's what Here's you missed on the road, road so wait so far <laughs> previously oh my god Last week on. <laughs> you should now just include all of these different options that we've all led. Just include them all. <laughs> one after the other. Okay, everybody has to pick their favorite one. And then. Mine is going to be, meanwhile, back at the mountain. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I can't beat that. That's it. That's the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> no, that there was we go. Joke. We just had to riff. Yeah. We're funny eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes time. <laughs> So uh, after we uh, took what felt like a a real long walk, we uh, finally made it to the mountain uh, and to this like laboratory type thing, bunch of rooms inside of it. We uh, explored all the rooms. We found some uh, some weapons and stopped stocked up on some some loot and stuff. And we found some some weird notes and blueprints. Not really sure what those are about yet. After I like totally like pull the door like almost off its hinges we like found a ghost and like a ghost like totally knew Gemma and like that was like super weird but like also like super sad so after seeing Moira disappear I realized that I was part of the crew that is in the mountain and that I'm the reason that they're all gone some heavy details last week damn we drop back into Gemma reading the note she got from Moira just before she passed on to whatever happens next. And Gemma wipes a couple of tears from her eyes as the note invigorates the return of so many lost memories. And the note is very simply hastily written. And it says, to my gem, make sure you smile enough for the both of us. I love you, Moira. Very simply, but it tells Gemma everything she needs to know that in the last moments of life, Moira regained her memories and tried to reach out to Gemma and did so the only way she knew how, by writing a note and protecting it for the next 73 years until Gemma came back. Um, what does Gemma do? Is anybody else, like, around at this point? Everybody else is uh, in the surrounding bunks, exploring, checking for okay anything interesting that was left behind. So Gemma just kind of, like, reads the note and then kind of just like grabs her forehead because it feels like this intense headache over like all of these years of memories coming back to her and the fact that she knows that she's lived for like these hundreds of years doing these experiments and having her memory wiped like every 10 to 20 years and she just is like 
trying to deal with that and the realization that she's not from this world. She is actually from another realm. And wait, am I allowed to be saying wait, no, this? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you are. But are you are you saying it to the characters? Uh, no, just I'm kind of just Gemma describing it so that. everybody else knows like this stuff about. Oh, okay. Like this is kind of what's going through her head right now. Okay. okay. And she remembers that she's like not from this realm. That's why she knows magic and why her grandmother taught her all that, because that was something that was very common um, in her world. It was kind of like very mountainous sort of planet, very mystical, uh, with lots of really scary, spooky creatures that my people tried to avoid by living in the mountains, because there's demon-like things running all around. And she's really skilled with uh with magic and that's kind of like where her and moira sort of connected because moira was sort of doing the tech side and then i was doing or Gemma was doing the magic side and so we joined this team thinking oh this will be great and even though Gemma kind of didn't really want to do it uh she felt like she had to because moira was and moira's like the love of her life and she's like i gotta do i gotta go with her and yeah so she's just like remembering all this and just kind of like stares at the note for a minute and then just sort of shoves it in her pocket, resets and has this real like remembrance that like she used to kind of be this very like stoic, logical person. Like that was always who she was. But when she escaped and like, you know, fell through this portal or whatever and lost her memories, she was thinking so much about Moira and how Moira was this sunshiny, bubbly person who always said things like, you know, I smile enough for the both of us. That Gemma, when she woke up, had like adopted that personality because she missed her so much. So now that she's got all these memories back, she's kind of like falling back into that like, okay, we've got shit to do. Like, this this isn't a game. Like, I can't sit here and be sad even though like... I can't believe that this just happened and I had to say goodbye to her again. Not going to hold on to any of uh, Moira's personality? I think some of it, but just in this moment, it's like the sadness is too overwhelming. And so she just like slips back into that place as like a coping mechanism. I love it. Like it's not gone from Gemma at all. Like that warmth is still there. But right now she's just like so worked up that she doesn't know what else to do it's kind of like a shock response yeah so she kind of like shoves the pocket the note into her pocket and goes to see where everyone else is we love an inability (laughs) (laughs) we stand lizzie tried to roll insight to see if she noticed any of that or perception and rolled very poorly so (laughs) she says nothing no need to worry about lizzie (laughs) can we all roll insight yeah or perception perception or whatever I'm guessing I'm not rolling perception. No. <laughs> you How can perceive yourself just fine. Just <laughs> I rolled a 13. You definitely see a quick <clears throat> straightening of the shoulders, and there's a different posture to Gemma now, but you don't know why. Okay, that's cool. Courtney's not going to ask any questions about that. <laughs> I do not think Avery is paying enough attention for me to justify rolling. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, Mo got a five, so I'm <laughs> just gonna be honest. I don't even think I don't think Avery would be trying to pay attention. Um, so I'm not gonna Mo was focused on other things in other rooms. Yeah, yeah. There's a really interesting pillow that uh it's got a weird divot. You can't yeah. understand why. <laughs> Noah, we haven't explored the one room where we sense the illnesses, right? True. And then there's two staircases we could possibly Wait, what go room up. was that again? 
up by the, the first room yeah off the first room we so, haven't gone there and then there's a staircase in that room right and then a staircase by where we are where the bunks are right is that correct there is the one room just off of the strategy room right by where you entered near the yeah. uh, the paragon entrance in the shrine but mo had a bad vibe about it so we yeah. didn't want to go there <laughs> lots of diseases <laughs> or strange. illnesses so do you want to go explore that bit Mm, I don't know. I just really wanted to see what the options were of where we haven't gone. <laughs> I, think, I don't know if I want to commit to going to somewhere where we know there's something bad waiting for us. <laughs> I think that if we've looked everywhere else, Avery's going to go to the play- one place we haven't looked. The mysterious room in the corner. Yeah. It's, yeah. Eventually uh-huh. his curiosity is going to get the better of him and he is going to head in there cautiously, but like not that cautiously. Probably not as cautiously as he should. Courtney's getting ready to lay hands on people. <laughs> so Avery starts walking back towards the strategy room and determined to get in that last room. On the way there, Gemma says, Wait a second now, remember that space, that room, it's the med bay. At least it used to be. You remember? What do you mean you remember? I thought you hadn't been. We haven't gone in there yet. thought none of us had been here before. Gemma. When I went into the room and I read the note, my memories came back. Like I was on the team here. You, I'm a, oh my God, you what? But here is not like on Earth or like not our Earth. Here is not. Oh my God, you're a, you're an alien? Effectively, I'm from this realm that's called Birch Eclipse. And it's a world that has magic. And that's why I know all these things. That's why I have the book from my gran that has the magic in it. And the ghost that we saw, she was my partner. And we were together before we came here. We grew up together. We known each other for so long. But she's gone now and we have to focus on what we're doing here because there's nothing I can do about what's done. But that room is the medical bay. If I remember, if everything is the same, that's what it should be. So it might be worth it to go in and see what supplies are in there. Does this mean there there might be folks here who know you or remember you? Possibly. I don't know who would still be here. I don't know how long it's been for them. Time doesn't move the same in this realm as it does in ours. So who knows? Oh my God. Time traveler and an alien? Oh, too much. Too much. I mean... Well, okay. Wait. So if you're from here... Do you know what happened here? Why is it such a fucking mess everywhere? There's like papers scattered on the floor. How did how did your partner die if she's a ghost? I don't that's not the kind of question you ask in polite company. Oh my god, Courtney, you can't just ask people why they're You can't just ask people why they're you can't ask people why they murder their partner. Why they're dead. <laughs> it was an accident. And one that was my fault. I found out what they were doing. It wasn't what we signed up for. We signed up to help people with our magic and our technology. And one and two weren't doing that. They were manipulating things and controlling us and wiping our memories. And so I tried to run and a weapon that I had built exploded when I dropped it. And it took everyone with it. But not you. Why didn't it take you? It's a strange kind of tech where if it's in a holster and you drop it, it goes back to the holster, wherever the holster is. And the holster was in the room that I was trying to run from, which is where everyone was in the Paragon. 
Oh my God. So when I dropped Wait. it as I was running, it went back to the holster and that's where everyone else was running too because I didn't have time to get them all out. So you kind of killed everybody just a, just a little bit, like on accident? Yes. Lizzie. <laughs> Lizzie leans over to Courtney and is like, is it bad that she's cooler now? <laughs> no, Courtney agrees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gemma. I'm sure this is a lot for you to take in. Can you tell us more about what they were doing here? Oh my god, you guys, none of this even matters because like what I'm hearing is that Gemma can get us out of here and take us home. Because somehow she got from here to where we met at school. Well, that's where things get a little complicated. I wasn't trying to get to Earth. I just went through the portal. Remember when we were back and there was that bird and it was telling us about the pit? Lizzie grabs Courtney's shoulder to reassure her now that she remembered about Bob. Appreciate it. (laughs) The pit has a portal in it that can take you to almost anywhere. And Earth is just where I ended up. I wasn't trying to go there. And I landed in the year 1997. And I've just been there since. And I had lost all of my memories when I went through the portal. So I I had this vague sense of my gran and growing up. And I guess my brain just transplanted me into Scotland because it was the place that most resembled where I'm from. And my memories were messed up. And now that they're back, I don't know how it is that I got there. I don't know how to get us back. Sounds like that portal is a great place to start. Yeah. The, uh... But from the studies we've done, it's a portal that can go almost anywhere in time and space. Well, then maybe maybe some of these uh, blueprints or things that we've found, maybe something will give us a clue as to where to look or how to find it or how to open it. We could talk to those people in the village, the people that Bob was a little scared of sometimes, but maybe they know. Maybe they know you, Gemma. Wait, Noah, did we talk? I don't think we talked about the village. No, no, okay. No. So yeah. I do I have no knowledge of that place. You you have some vague knowledge of it. You just you didn't interact with much of the people there. It was more one and two who left to go to the village. Uh, okay. They would make runs for supplies and whatnot, but so nobody they, really sticks out. Uh they, except yeah. number four had a their partner was in the village. Okay. But that's the majority that you know. Oh, that was but but Number four is my be- my bestie. Oh, okay. So yeah, you know that person in the village, but you don't know many other people because it was that person would come visit y'all at the lab rather than y'all going to the... I mean, we could try the village, I suppose, but I don't really know anyone there. We didn't really leave the complex. It was mostly just one and two that would leave. There was one person that I knew. Uh, wait, pronouns of this person? He, him. So there was one person that I knew. Um, his name was Van Aya. He was my friend's partner. He lived in the village and I knew him, but no one else. And again, I don't know if they're still there because I don't know how long it's been. We were able to stay at this weird age because we were like in near the Patagon and dealing with all these tech, but I don't know how time would have passed out there. Okay, so you're a super old alien time traveler. We love it. We love it. But what should we do? I mean, sounds like our best lead is to go into the village and see if we can find this person we also there's also that big bad guy that kelly's even afraid of that like the person terrorizing this valley we still we don't even know anything about that listen that's yeah. like totally not our problem also, I mean, like, for the really, record i don't think i love this i don't think i love it's, this <laughs> it's only our problem if we get killed by m Courtney, then it becomes our problem oh 
if we can find the portal, we can get out of here before he realizes we're, you know, still loose. Fine. Cordy is big on going home. <laughs> I just want to see Cheerio again. Oh my god. Yeah, that's actually Cordy's concern. She does not trust Jason to look after the dog for more than a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> to the village it is, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe they know more about that portal. Hopefully someone does. So Gemma yeah. starts walking out the out the things. Um but, so wait, so we are we know the med bay's there, so we're just abandoning that. Well, can I ask Gemma a question before we yeah. go? Oh, for sure. Okay, wait, Gemma, is there anything that we should you said you don't know a lot about the village, but should we bring anything? Like, w- let's just pause before we just run out. Quick note to Elena. Don't forget the blueprints. Gemma knows how to use the workstation. Uh, so, if- so wait. Okay, so can... Oh, all right. This totally changes okay. everything. I'm sorry. Can Gemma go over to look at the blueprints? Yes. So the ones that you have in your bag or in y'all's pockets are the thruster system, uh, yes, the yes, pocket yes. pal, and the hammer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think those are the only three. So yeah, far. I think. Oh, there they are. Okay. They have a blueprint. Yeah. Get us a pocket valve. So that sounds great. Oh, I'm so dumb. I totally should have looked at these after you told me all the information about these people. <laughs> no, it's okay. You know, maybe we should stock up on stuff before we go charging into this place. Wait a minute. Where were those blueprints? Because if I looked at those, I, I was one of the people that designed those programs. So... If we look at those, I might be able to make some of what was on there. I got one. Here you go. It says a hammer. So I picked that one up. Mm. The hammer. Here you go. Does anyone have the one for the pocket pal? That'd be me. Yeah. That's my invention. That was the holster that pulls the weapons towards it. So that would be helpful. Avery, like when Avery realizes what this is for, very quickly passes it. Like, it's the weapon? (laughs) Could maybe get us all killed? Lizzie is, oh my god. I'm a, I'm a, not so sure we should be uh, building this one. Not if it uh, ended so poorly last time. Didn't go so well. Well, let's see what this is. Sorry, Gemma. No, it's okay. Maybe let's not make something that's going to blow people up. (laughs) Last time you (laughs) blow people up. Not a great track record. Well, because it's not. I like, mean, don't let Avery around birds. Like, there's a there's a good reason <laughs> for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's not the technology's fault that it fell. I dropped it. <laughs> I feel like dropping things. I don't know. Maybe I'm just clumsy, but I drop a lot of things. I feel like. <laughs> well, you're not yeah. often holding grenades. <laughs> so. That, yeah, so <laughs> everybody around you is much more safe than they are around Gemma because Gemma is running around fusing discs to grenades um <laughs> I, I also don't know if you're not actually holding grenades in your daily life i, I apologize for that statement you no i do not i don't know hold grenades on a regular <laughs> basis <laughs> not since the <laughs> incident held a grenade in my life <laughs> okay i'm trying to understand what this magitech thruster system balance uh not to scale uh it's for like a flying building oh okay. it's like I'm, a... I'm reading it and i'm like this seems weird there may be more blueprints hidden around in other areas. So should if if so should we rummage want a little more to rummage? <laughs> we could, we could. Let's rummage, guys. Let's roll Let's some rummage. Yeah, we have to roll for that again. Now? Investigation. <laughs> best investigation. Best roll some investigation. We're gonna investigate some shit. <laughs> oh my god, investigation. 
I roll negative one. I find nothing. <laughs> I got 19. Ooh. Yeah, 13. Got 20, baby. <laughs> Courtney, you end up outside. I don't know how that happened. But <laughs> <laughs> so lost outside You're now. Back in the orchard upstairs. August with the 13, you find a few more little notes. Not anything usable, but just a little office note type situation. Just kind of collect, he's just kind of collecting little scraps. Little scraps of history here. Just kind of walking around, but kind of aimlessly. He doesn't really know what to look for. So he's not super effective. Mo with the 19, you find the hex pager blueprint, which is now in your inventory. And Gemma, with your 20, you find the scale shot blueprint. Ooh. Which, in quick summation, the hex pager is a MP3 player-sized pager with a little bit of a joystick in the middle with a pentagram around the joystick with different hex symbols uh, meant to be used on a belt to provide protective body barriers of different sorts. The scale shot is basically a magic jetpack. With hexes. Nice. Full propulsion, maximum of 25 minutes, but you know, it's fine. We'll get to that one. So, upon finding these, uh, I feel like Gemma's face lights up of like, holy shit, these are things that could be helpful. So, with the two of these, I could make them, but I don't know if the supplies are all still here. If they were, where uh, where would they be? The crafting workbench, I'm assuming. Uh, they, They would have a lot on hand there, but downstairs is where the majority of the storage would be. And those stairs have collapsed. So you've got what's in the workshop room, not much else. Well, we can see what's going on in the workshop, but I won't have access to everything there. We had a basement storage, but when the explosion happened, it collapsed the stairs to the basement. So there's no way of getting down there anymore. Really? (laughs) Maybe. Let me just look at my character sheet. Like, what if we... uh, it's some uh, some some climbing. I feel like maybe oh. <laughs> we okay. do some Good scrambling. Point. Point. We have magic here. Can I just throw myself down? <laughs> Yeet <laughs> down. Can you just like dig uh, through it, like claw your way through again. It? Claws, claws, okay. <laughs> literal so, claws. I've been waiting to climb forever. But... <laughs> Gemma, you do remember that there is a outcropping on the side of the mountain downstairs that would get you into the bottom floor. But okay. it's only accessible via a sheer cliff climb, which is possible. Let, let me climb. Let me climb. Well, sorry. Let Avery climb. Then, yeah. It, <laughs> don't <laughs> apologize. If get in there, we might be able to get access to the supplies to make things. I'll do it. I'll I'll do it. Point me in the right direction. Can I help? So Wait, what are you doing? Sorry, I was reading my character. Yeah, I, was not. I like that. It, you, it was definitely, it was a little obvious that you were reading because it was like Avery jumping in and taking the rock climber move. And then you're like, yeah, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> I was reading. Doing? No, it's hey, so valid. Give me some time to read. Mo's been waiting to go climbing for like ages. It's like literally most favorite. Come on. <laughs> really fair. Really fair. To rappel down, you'd have to go back upstairs to the orchard where Courtney is actually. Yeah, I'm already <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, Courtney's in the orchard. Courtney was just thinking five steps ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Courtney yeah. was thinking, no, I don't want to be here anymore. It wasn't and... a bad investigation <laughs> role. It was a really good perception role. Like, I asked Mo for the, the blueprint that they had, and then I, I put that with my stuff. 
so that we have like all the blueprints and then we head upstairs so i can show these cool cats and kittens where the outcropping is i imagine you also you stopped by the armory and grabbed some ropes and you know climbing oh, equipment sure. fully stipe stuff load up on some gear you don't have like a legitimate harness you don't have a legit harness but it's the best you can do with here and now you've got enough rope to strap two people in to climb down yeah let's do it okay. so avery okay. and mo do you think you'd be able to get down there if i had the rope yes, yes ma'am that rope i for sure i can make you a list of the supplies it. that i would need for you to find it's going to be some very specific stuff. All right. I'm assuming. Sounds good. Very specific. We'll do our best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we head over to the cliff. Start getting ready for that. A strength throw from Gemma, who's anchoring the two. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> can I Only, assist? Yeah. If you want to assist with the rope, you can do that. And Lizzie will be the spotter, like kind of leaning over the edge, making sure they're... So it's, right you spot. said, uh, a strength? Sh- strength for anybody on the rope. Lizzie will do insight. And Mo and Avery, will you give me athletics? Cool, which is or still... actually acrobatics, maybe. Which is still... Can I please do athletics? Oh, <laughs> yes. Can I also do athletics? <laughs> Avery's just sheer forcing it up here. There's no, like... I feel like it's just... I'll, I'll give you Avery's athletics. Avery's relying oh, yeah. on his strength here, <laughs> not... Uh, okay, we got, we got my 16 and Courtney's 14. Okay. Uh, 15 for Avery. Oh, shit. Okay, I have eight. Oh, okay. Mo is tired. <laughs> Mo has been so <laughs> ready had for a this bit of a moment. day. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough day. They weren't quite We learned ready. a lot of new information. So. Who are you telling? Can I combine <laughs> it with, like, a spell or something? No. It's okay. It won't be too bad. Gemma and Courtney both hold onto the rope very solidly. There's no slippage there. Avery makes their way down and is pretty pretty solidly about halfway down the rock face. And Mo makes it a third of the way down and then stumbles on a rock and starts to flip over upside down. And we make a dexterity saving throw to right yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> Lizzie also rolled pretty poor on perception, so she didn't even notice this. Oh. Four. Oh. Ooh. Getting worse. <laughs> Oh, so no, no. <laughs> Mo tries to right themselves and ends up just pointing straight head first down the mountain and your rope is starting to slip. I'm going to have Avery try a perception roll to see if they notice how bad this is going because Lizzie hey. at the top already did. <laughs> <laughs> so With my Gemma really bad perception. Oh, yeah, it's a nine. <laughs> okay. You see it happening, but you assume that it's on purpose. Uh, right. I'm just like, going. right. Mo's a rock climber and should know better. Oh, definitely knows what they're doing. I feel like I should have let you roll with advantage on that, Mo, but we're here now. So I'll let you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're tired and it, apparently yeah. it's, it's so, not not good. Yeah, this is so embarrassing. Everybody do one more round of rolls. Strength for Courtney and Gemma. At the athletics for Avery and Mo to finish going down, and Mo, you can do it with advantage. You can roll twice. Is this a saving throw or just a regular strength? Just a regular one. It's gonna be a seventeen for athletics. Oh, I got a twenty-two in strength. Oh, I got seventeen twice. Oh, okay, very nice. <laughs> okay. 
August and I both rolled 17 as well. This is so the round of 17. Well on this one. <laughs> this so was a good should roll. be good. Yeah. Mo Ending on a good. strong note. Yeah. You are so close to the end. You are three quarters of the way down. Avery has made it already. They landed and are looking up at you making your last little bits right as your rope comes undone. <gasps> You're making, you've made it just to the very bottom. And both you and Avery have a moment to roll dexterity to make sure that you catch yourself on the other. And you can make it with advantage, both of you, because Avery made it and is looking up and Mo is aware of how this is going. 15. Okay, it's going to be a 12. Mo, you are a little bit more aware of where you're falling than Avery is, and you fall, catch on to Avery's rope and hit Avery just a little bit on the way down. So you guys will each take a D4 of damage. It's just a little collision, but you catch yourself and you've made it. Still Avery supports seven you. hit points. <laughs> Still? D4 of damage is so much damage. Okay, Wait, how we do we... minus one. <laughs> yeah, but like, what episode are we on? And this nobody's had a long rest this yet? Like, good God, we're exhausted. The one rest. No, no, but I, I just have... have not much in general, so it doesn't take much. We slept for 24 hours. I feel like that was how all the rest. <laughs> You didn't get. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, that's gonna be a three. Only a three. I assume you start with four. What? Yeah, I did. I started with four. So then I went up to seven hit points. Again, I'm strong, but I'm very fragile. (laughs) (laughs) Three. So you also take two damage because it's minus one. Okay, you landed on the outcropping for the basement floor of the Tyler facility. You push open the doors. They're pretty rusted, closed, and very hesitant, but they make it open. And cards on the table. I didn't think anybody would try to make it down here, so I don't have a map for it. So (laughs) (laughs) you see a long hallway, but first door on the left, you see uh, component storage. We're never trying to do stuff that Noah hasn't thought of, but it is oddly satisfying. Yeah, I will. It's it's very free will of us, and I enjoy that. Yeah, gonna try and open it. Fantastic! You put your hand on the door, and it explodes. No, (laughs) (laughs) and and, and you take ten damage, and you're dead. You're You're dead. You're one hundred percent dead. (laughs) No, Uh, you open it. It creaks open very loudly, but it's a perfectly put together room. It doesn't look anything like the destruction of upstairs. It's very tidy, and everything is where it should be. Okay. Gemma, I also imagine, gave you a pretty good list of what you were looking for, and you grab it all perfectly. Don't need, you don't miss out anything. You have enough to make any of the items once, and then you'll have to roll a d20 to see if you have enough to make it again, if you wanted to. Amazing. Okay. Okay, and then do we go back? The climb back up is a little rough because now you've got to re-harness back in and get back up. Yeah. But there's not another exit, as far as Gemma's aware, with the stairs all closed down and whatnot. Oh, couldn't Avery try to claw through that? Well, it's like collapsed rock. Oh, like okay. a mountain cave, kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's not so yeah. much the... Yeah. You could claw at it if we learned anything from Doctor Who's Hellbent. Then you could make your way through it. <laughs> oh eventually. my god. It'll but only god, take you eight billion years <laughs> of punching <laughs> a glass wall. No big deal. Oh, don't remind me. Like just watch that episode not even that long ago. Me too. It, it broke me. Anyway. So much. We don't have anyway. time for that, y'all. Fine. <laughs> Doctor Who is not affecting my Tune life. Tune in for our Doctor Who podcast. Coming soon. <laughs>
<laughs> it's just a bill stamp. Getting a new choke on my life, on my life again. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? What are we gonna roll to get them back up the mountain safely? <laughs> roll pure strength for this one. Okay. On, on all sides. Everybody's rolling strength. Lizzie is not helping at all. I rolled a 17 again. Wow. <laughs> Avery used all his energy on the first time climbing down. <laughs> he just blown all his energy. He Ooh, just rolled shit. a critical fail. I have 21. Oh shit. I rolled a 23. I got I I got okay. a on the same of energy, roll, apparently. We have a critical hit and a critical miss. <laughs> so both of those cancel out. And Elena, you were pulling so hard and so perfect, but Avery wasn't attached to the rope. So you get that rope <laughs> no. all the way up. And now you have to put it back down. Himbo behavior from Avery, just not latching himself in. Courtney does a terrific job of pulling Mo up, and Mo is running up that wall. Mo is done climbing for the day. So this is my, I like the speed climbs. It's a climber, he doesn't repel. I guess that's on us. Team over here. <laughs> but Avery Work and Gemma, if you want to... Avery is still down and Avery's <laughs> stuck now without a rope. <laughs> I mean, we can just throw the rope back down once we get Mo out of the harness. Yeah, you can yeah. roll a dexterity to get it down perfectly. To For me to throw it down? Yes. Oh, and Avery will try again. Oh no, I have a negative two on dexterity. Oh no. Let's hope this doesn't it's end okay, up. I had a plus four on strength, and I still critical <laughs> failed, so anything Ooh, happened. I got a nine. Oh. Can I get a part way down? And then if it gets part way down, can I climb to it? Yes. I like that. It's most of the way down, but not quite there. Okay. Uh, what am I using to climb down? Athletic? Yeah. Athletics, for sure. Because you are free climbing with the claws. That's going to be 16 to get oh. to the rope. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody kind of peeks over, peers over the side. Cool. Just sheer, just like the claws come out. He is going to put out the claws. You know that scene like... from The Princess Bride? Where they're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah the, <laughs> it's basically that. And Avery is wedged in the wall and it looks really cool. But you stick the claws out, start climbing up, make it all the way to the rope, grab on and tie yourself to it perfectly. Yeah. And then Gemma and Avery, you guys can both roll strength again. Okay. Uh, let's try this again. We're both at 18. 16. Okay, perfect. You make it up. Everybody's happy and healthy. And we're set. <laughs> Everybody's happy. <laughs> Yay. That was so needlessly that was complicated. That ridiculous. You solved so my puzzle. Not <laughs> 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 no. again. No, I did not anticipate us ever needing. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Yeah. So before you guys head to the village or do whatever you want to do next what would you like to build um so Gemma would like to build one of each please yeah if we have the ability to build one of I each agree. we will help Gemma. i'm just now i'm just picturing these like magitech things being things that like my little uh animal crossing person is like making at their workbench <laughs> exactly. and it's making me really happy yeah See, i'm picturing the blueprints like ikea directions yeah and all of us like but yes. gemma is the only one who's ever built ikea furniture before and the other four of us are just like yeah gemma's the only one who's how does this go here <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. everyone else is just sort of putting things together being like does this work does this I'm basically just being like you know a hexagaggle monkey wrench you know <laughs> nice. goes with the doohickey over there hexagaggle was said so fast and so fluidly <laughs> i i was convinced it was a real thing 
Well, we're supposed to be building. Can Courtney go roll religion at the little like altar thingy? Aww. Yes, absolutely. That's like, I'm and I'm envisioning this scene as a bit of a montage, a circular around the workshop yeah. or the work table. As yes. Gemma is helping with every project, but each of y'all will help on a specific that kind one. of like being like, okay, a fix. Gemma's running from one to one, and we're all just sort of stationary. Yeah, all the exactly. Stationary, just like doing our thing yeah the like, just walk back to the our rhythmic <laughs> reticulator i don't know i'm not fine this is the cutest thing we've done so far <laughs> the people long for an rpg where you can just make stuff that's it we just need it <laughs> yes. yeah and a, a building design characters all day and just <laughs> toss them into a world i don't care what happens to them i just want to design them yeah, <laughs> yeah like zoo like zoo tycoon you remember how fun that yeah. shit was yes oh, yes. oh my god zoo and <laughs> kept zoo animals tycoon. alive and that was the whole game it was a win that's okay. so awesome when life, when life was that simple uh, <laughs> the year is 2003 but you know what Baldur's Gate 31 came of the year so things are looking up we're it's did a, it? yes it did oh uh, and best community shout out to Larian Studios anyway oh Courtney you want to go ahead and do your religion yes, roll I first I rolled an 11 perfect you who were you trying to reach um I think I was just having a moment of reflection okay. on how this whole adventure has been going fair you haven't caused any human deaths, but you have caused some deaths. Yeah. Can Gemma notice this and, like, want to come up and say something? You can roll perception. Okay. Well, Courtney, were you trying to be subtle about it? Were you trying to, I mean, if Was you this, Yeah, because I don't want to intrude on Courtney's moment. I think isn't trying to hide it, but she's kind of hoping that nobody notices. So, perception. Okay, let's see what the, see what the perception says. That's a 10. You notice that Courtney is gone, but not until just before she comes back. So you have a quick moment to peek, but you don't really see much. Okay. Courtney, as you reach out at the shrine, you hear just a faint twinkling of bells almost. Like a fairy was just born somewhere, but you don't know where it was from or if it was real. Okay, great. (laughs) Fantastic. For everybody wanting to make a blueprint... Will Avery, Mo, and or Courtney pick one of the four? Thruster system can't be built in the workshop, but the other four can. Oh, of the, this is of the four things. Pocket Pal, Scale Shot, Hex Pager, or the Hammer. Oh, oh, build a hammer. Okay. So yeah. Gemma feels you were protective over the Pocket Pal. <laughs> Fair. Sounds cool. I'll do the Hex Pager. That's great. I was going to say that Courtney would like the, <laughs> the Scale Shot. Okay, perfect. We'll do one by one. For each of these, Gemma, you will roll as uh-huh. well. So it'll be Avery and Gemma for one project, Mo and Gemma for one project, Courtney and Gemma, and then Lizzie. Oh, you get all the rolls today. I know, I'm sorry. You got to do four. Oh, no, this I love it. This is the <laughs> most fun part. <laughs> we want to roll shit. <laughs> so, Avery, you want to go first? Yeah. You and Gemma, give us an arcana for the hammer. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think we're going to build the hammer today, folks. We're going to break all the pieces for it. We're breaking the pieces and, and unsuccessful. Avery, like, doesn't know his own strength and, like, keeps breaking the, the things that I have to, <laughs> to utilize. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a rough day in the workshop for Avery and Gemma uh, with a five and a six, a little rough. But it does not result in the hammer. It ends up sparking until some of the pieces are inoperable 
So cannot make the hammer, but you still have the blueprint. So if you get access to more resources later on, we can rebuild. We can. <laughs> <laughs> there might be more downstairs, but uh, you didn't have enough time to get it today because of the countdown that Kelly stressed you out with. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> plot hole, plot hole, plot hole. <laughs> plot, plot convenience convenience yeah 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 plot exactly. device mr frodo mo and it's Gemma. A plot device let's do uh the hex pager i got a seven. Oh, i got another six. Oh, also just a heads up each of these items has a different requirement of number you have to hit so bad rolls won't always be bad you know? mm. Ooh. oh okay no so the hex pager <laughs> Also building thing come on we worked so hard to get the supplies this one it <laughs> does work that you okay. do come out with a hex pager but it is shoddily put together and can be used once so you okay. have a single okay. use hex pager okay all right we'll take it, take it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we know it do we know it's single use i think Gemma does yeah okay yeah. i was she like we're just gonna like, use it uh, thinking oh it works I've seen hex pagers with brighter days than this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the sharpest hex pager in the box or whatever. <laughs> Mo is not a builder, I would just like to say. <laughs> Did you see how fast he climbed that wall? It's, that was just, yeah. <laughs> see, it's the climbing. Mo and Avery are good at, at climbing and yeah. Drink. running and things that don't <laughs> require critical thought or <laughs> fall dexterity and that's okay no details that. yeah mo has finger strength that's off the charts and it's not <laughs> helpful sometimes but it's very helpful other times we love a good himbo okay right. <laughs> courtney All right, courtney let's see if we have better luck you guys are yeah. doing the scale shot yes yeah. perfect arcana is not courtney's strong seat so we're hoping Uh-oh. for the best here <laughs> well, it's supposed to be one of mine. That's why I'm pissed that I keep rolling so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, thank God, Elena. Okay, no, thank God. KJ That's a twenty-four. A four, but Elena rolled a nat twenty, so the skill Amazing. shot comes out pretty solidly. No sort of limitations on how it can be used, as far as you're aware at this point. So you have a perfectly functional skill shot and a styling back. Phenomenal. Final blueprint. We've got the pocket pal. <sighs> Lizzie's going to help you out with that one. All right. Oh, boy. Of all the people that trust in that one, Elena rolled another okay. 20. How the hell? Elena <laughs> is the only one that's allowed to roll for things now. She said, I got trauma say. with this piece. I got it. That is Elena's third net 20 in the last like 10 minutes. Oh, my God. I almost start- like rolled two sixes. So, like, <laughs> yeah, but when it, it counted, out. but when it counted, you rolled what we needed. And I also think it like it's insane that like she perfectly builds the thing that she was like the most scared to make. <laughs> narrative yeah. symmetry. We love it. Yeah, we love when the narrative Sorry, what did Lizzie roll? I like just as soon as I saw that. Lizzie rolled a seven, so it, it was <laughs> gonna hold Lizzie you back. Was like, help much. That's yeah. really cool that you're doing there. Yeah, she was great <laughs> at handing you the wrong piece every once in a while, but she she helped. <laughs> So you have a pocket pal, you have a scale shot, and a single-use hex pager. Yeah. The hammer is waiting for another day. It'll have its <laughs> moment in the sun. Lizzie sort of looks around and, okay, so is there anything else we need to do here? Or are we good to, like, go rock up on the village and say, hey, we got these cool weapons. What's up? Courtney can fly now. 
that is a huge responsibility That's for Courtney. Terrifying, actually. <laughs> you, we should uh, all be terrified. <laughs> you don't have to be the one to hold it, but you. I, oh no, Courtney okay, wants right. a cool bag. Yeah, she doesn't care what the bag does. <laughs> She doesn't care if the bag makes so her lift off and turn into a dragon. She brand. just wants the bag. Yeah. The one brand of Courtney. You just want a cool bag. <laughs> Go to this village. Okay. As you start heading out, you take the easier route outside, the shorter route, past the holding cells up these little small flight of stairs, leading to an outcropping that Gemma very distinctly remembers as the, the last place that she ever saw Moira alive. Right here is where she was standing when the grenade went off. Layer it on today. My God. As you walk down the path that you walked at that. Well, no, you didn't walk a path. You got thrown down the mountain. Never mind. You walk down the path of the mountainside, heading towards the village to, to find Ven and see if there's anybody who potentially knows you or your history or could help out. Or how to get through a portal uh, here <laughs> as everybody is like walking down the mountainside Gemma just kind of stops sort of like remembering this place and what happened here and she looks back as if like she's looking to Moira who is not there even though this is the last place that she saw her and Gemma just goes I'll fix this <laughs> Welcome back to the end of another episode of Queering People Saving Throws. We are August as Avery, KJ of Supernatural Opinions as Courtney, Elena as Gemma, Sam as Mo, and myself, Noah, as the DM. Next time, maybe we'll make it to that mysterious village that we keep hearing about. Only one way to find out. Tune in two weeks from now. Or I guess if you're in the future, you could just move ahead to the next episode. Lucky you. Everyone's socials are down in the episode description. And while you're there, you might as well check out our website, QueeringThingsPodcast.com, and share the show with your enemies. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Build those bridges. We'll see you soon. Thanks again for listening. And we wish you a peaceful road until we meet again. I don't know why. Every single one of you, I tried to say your character name first and it came out your yeah. real name. Every single one of you. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let so it go. Dumb. It's fine. <laughs>